Welcome to Black Girl Say Something, where this Black girl has something to say. And as you know, for the month of October, I'm posting an episode every day in honor of my birthday, which is October 21st. I'll be turning 35. And in part of that, I wanted to have some guests on who also have something to say. So I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself, and then we'll jump right into the topic. So who do we have today? Yes, you have James. All right. So, James, um, I know you you reached out to me and you're pretty much um, a regular listener of the podcast. And so I'm, I'm going to assume that you had a vested interest in wanting to be a guest um, or else you wouldn't be here. So uh, today's topic, um, we're going to discuss, I guess, partnership, right? Whether it be in business or in life. I think that's a really good topic because... Um, my listeners know that, you know, the theme or the topic regarding some things. I don't think I ever really talked about this in depth, but for the sake of this interview, I think it would be a good topic because you are a business owner, correct? Correct. Okay. And um, in anything, I think what people fail to realize, oh, I will be talking about it in a future episode, actually. Um, but what people fail to realize is that any type of relationship you have, should hold some sort of weight should hold you know some good core values you know respect and all of that good stuff and so people tend to negate the idea of business partnerships being just as important as any other relationship and so for me I had experienced um you know a business partnership that failed and that was also you know failed the marriage or whatever however you want to see it but I want to ask you at what what uh conflict right what was like a conflict that you recognized that you might have made the wrong selection in a business partnership um the inability to communicate um it comes a point where I believe in partnership up in business where if you're partners with someone you're going to have to communicate you're going to have to communicate on a level that you've never communicated before mm-hmm. um, especially coming from our background right because it's mm-hmm. like hey <laughs> you got one <laughs> shot at this you know yeah. like you get all your eggs these eggs may never be the same. They may be going bad tomorrow. You know how we think. Somebody may steal these eggs. So yeah. we put them in the basket and we towed it across the street hoping to make it cross. So, you know. Yeah, I can you, see that happen. You just, it, it's only one, there's only one way to go and that's up. So when you in a relationship, a business relationship with someone else, Mm-hmm. And y'all views differ. It'll be hard to communicate, and uh, a difference of views is where I started to second guess certain things, aspects of my business relationship. Okay, I mean I've experienced that in the same. Uh, token and just for lack of a better term 
I have now being like that I'm somebody who's in the middle of a divorce, I have found, um, I guess it's an analogy. I don't know, but a similarity being that I've ran a couple businesses and stuff like that. I found the analogy to say a marriage is a, is really just a business. Essentially, nobody starts a business thinking that you're going to not be in business partnership with that person anymore. Such is the same I would consider for myself because that's my experience is being married. I didn't anticipate, okay, how this was going to play out or how this was going to end. But when it's a difference of communication or like the communication, I want to say levels, but something else too, the core values. So did you find that you had maybe a different set of core values than the partner? Uh, and the core values are pretty much just the things that you strongly believe versus, you know, because this is something that I learned back in leadership. It was like, your core uh, values are really the things that you hold near and dear to you, you know. I wouldn't say the core values differ. What I would say is that uh situational situationally core values differ if that's the thing um whereas you two can be on the same plateau you two can see the same thing can have the same vision right mm -hmm. but once again you are two separate entities fighting for the same goal right and those two entities there are different roles taken in order to get to y'all to being on the same path, right? Mm -hmm. So while y'all can see the same thing, it's certain thing that's gonna be going on in another person's life that's gonna have them that's gonna like have their decision making off. That's gonna have their attention off. It's gonna have their um attention to detail, their lack, everything will start to lack. Mm -hmm so so to speak right and that's where i say it comes where i go back where it comes full circle with the communication if i don't know what's going on in your life right mm -hmm. not saying i'm your therapist or anything like that but when you have things going on and they're affecting the business they're affecting now it's affecting my life if you can't come to me about these things and maybe we can see how we can, you know, exclude the business from feeling the wrath of our personal life. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I believe that that's key because you say, if this, the, if this is the goal, how are you going to let something situation to fuck up the goal? You understand what I'm saying? You have yeah. to be able to disassociate yourself from that. And everybody don't see that. Everybody don't value that. Everybody can't fathom that. So, yeah. Um, partnerships are a sticky thing, man. And, and, and it's scary. And um, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell anyone not to get a partner. Right. Okay. However, I would say that man, you, you 
ask the question that you that that need to be asked. When mm-hmm. when whatever you feel, you need to know everything. You understand what I'm saying? Like you need to know your partner in a way that you know yourself. And if that person ain't, ain't willing to communicate those things openly, financial, like their financial situation, you get what I'm saying? Their yeah. their, their relationship situation, their, uh, their emotional situation, their mental situation, like everything needs to be communicated because those things get in the way of partnership and those can ultimately, they could sever friendships because yeah. of their differences. And why you may think it's all fine and good, man. That's my dog. Mm-hmm. We can do this. Sometimes it's better to just do it on your own to bring your dog along. You know what I'm saying? Not only that, everybody ain't made to go to the top. Which you know what I'm saying? So you just got to be well and open your eyes and just. I, you, you can't all the all the discernment in the world not gonna help you make the right decision when mm-hmm. you choose the partner. You just my, the biggest thing with choosing a partner is when you choose the wrong partner. Know when you've chosen the wrong partner and know to let that shit go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was my experience. It just so happened for me that. Uh, my business partner was also I mean essentially I created said business and you said like okay having those the same intended goal you might have the same idea to reach the goal for me the lack of difference in core values was the issue so ultimately when I think business I don't think small business and I think that's why when I started to help people create businesses I stopped um many years ago only because most people were thinking small business side hustle and and for me i feel like a lot of people who you know are who say they're small business there's not a lot but in our community there's a, quite a few people who say they have a small business but they treat it like a side hustle they don't take care of the taxes they don't take care of the back end they don't take care of the you know the hr they don't take care of the business plan they don't take there's all these things the finances all these balls that get dropped and so it's like you're treating this small business accountable they're not taking accountability right but you have all these small business you have all these small businesses that when i used to help people create businesses in the system it would come back you know here i am a year later like hey you got to renew your business and you know, well, they don't want to renew it one because they didn't do everything decent and in order so that they could file taxes, or two, you know, they didn't see the bigger vision of the business. And so, for me in my business partnership, it was a lack of small thinking versus big thinking. So for me, I think enterprise, I think multiple, I think conglomerate, I think big in that way. You know, I think different tax bracket I think employees I think like that so it's like if I'm telling you hey keep the books do this do that but then when it comes time for taxes no books were kept so the accountant has nothing to reference it looked like no money was made even though money was made um and essentially for me that same business partnership was supposed to be a life partnership and it wasn't until everything you know was getting disintegrated or whatever in my opinion it is my humble opinion that uh you got to choose the right partner 
no matter what that looks like, you know, whether it be a marriage, whether it be a partnership, because a business is a baby. Like I have all these analogies, but it's like, to me, a business is a baby. So it's like, if you don't take care of the baby, you know, whatever you pour into your child, your child will essentially grow up and they remember and they will do, you know, what it is. Same, such as your business. If you don't pour into your business and you don't take care of your business, how can it grow into this idea that you have? How can it grow into this big thing? And, you know, I think too, sometimes when we get into these partnerships, the what is the word I want to use? There are certain things that people don't say out loud, right? So I feel like, you know, you said like no matter how much discernment you have, you're not gonna really know. And that's I think that to be true. Um sometimes people don't say the 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 what they say the side you can hear what people not saying. And so it's like if somebody wanna get into a partnership with you, they might see it as okay, this probably could make a lot of money because this person is this way. That's how I felt my situation went. You know, yeah, I'm going to do it because I can make a lot of money. But like making a lot of money don't mean nothing if you don't do the necessary things that need to be done. And so, you know. um, So at what point do you find um, peace uh, in severing that, that partnership? Like at what point, like, does it have to come to a head? Is it, you know, do you think it could be, if it if it does have to be severed, is there a time where it could get fixed? Like, what does that look like? Man, um, I don't know when you will find peace, if you will find peace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think the only peace you will find is success in the you know what I'm saying, journey. The aftermath, like you mean, like the after, like getting over the hill type situation. Correct. The only piece is success, because okay. you can sever those ties, and then if things still don't go as you had the vision for it to go, and you get what I'm saying. Not mm-hmm. saying that that won't be hard, that there won't be slow day, that won't be, you know what I'm saying. But if things don't pan out. Then what peace is there? Oh, because I I, I did it on my own and it still didn't go nowhere. How mm-hmm. long are you, how long the question really is? How long should you wait before you sever ties? Mm-hmm. And in business, immediately. Yeah, I, I wasn't fortunate all- enough to recognize that I should have done it immediately. So. <laughs> I believe, like, as adults, there should be a talk and then there should the ties should be severed. Mm -hmm. Because we we don't have a lot of you know, whatever. And that's why we have to educate ourselves on these businesses that we're embarking upon. Because a lot of us are, like I said, we get these we get these eggs and we put them in this basket and we hope for the best. But we're not educated on where the heck we're taking these eggs. It's foreign land. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we have to start educating ourselves more. So I just decided to pull up this statistic for the sake of this episode since we're talking about business partnerships. And 
it pretty much says um, 70% of business partnerships fail. And that's pretty, that's pretty high. I didn't think it was that high. Um, that's deep. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that the, the, the talks aren't, ha- aren't happening. If you're considering and taking on a partner, think carefully first because 70% of business partnerships fail. And that's a statistic from Forbes going back to 2019. Um, but then when you consider this, that there's a high number of businesses that businesses that fail within the first three years, that's probably that's probably part of the statistic because, you know, nobody really wants to go into business by themselves. Like even for me, um, one of being one of my businesses, I'm still on the fence about bringing in partners. Not that people don't reach out, you know, but it's like. I don't even know you and it's probably better what they say is better the, the, you know, to go with somebody you don't know rather than somebody you do know. Cause the the hurt is different. Um, you know, that's why there's angel investors. You don't know them people. You'll never meet them. They just have a a vested interest in your business and they'll put that money in. Right. At least, you know, like from a stranger standpoint, at least, you know, it's coming from more or less like, the same interest, like-mindedness. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas, you know, friends and family, you know, it's more or less like, yeah, it might be the same interest, but it's a lot of emotion. And in business, emotion can't be a part of it at yeah. all. You know, because with emotion, it's like, in my mind, with business, with emotion, it's a lot like what they what they call love. How you be in a relationship, they always say somebody gonna love the other one more. Mm-hmm. So once you go to putting that emotion in, okay, you want to put emotion, in, I'm gonna put emotion. In. Somebody gonna show that they love the business the more. more. Yeah, right? yeah. So that's therefore keep the emotion out. That should be guidelines and policy, and that's that. You know. Yeah, and then I found this to add on to even why do business partnerships fail. Um, there's not an there. The people don't adequately define their visions, and the reason for the existence is beyond simply buying a a vehicle to make money. It's really you know it's past that. They pretty much saying it's not like something simple like oh yeah, I feel like we should wear blue uniform shirts instead of red uniform shirts. No, I'm talking about being that somebody who's been in business a while. It goes down to even the color of why the logo is this color. What's the mission? What's the vision? Um, what's, you know, what's the intended goal? Um, you know, I, I honestly, not to say that I couldn't imagine having a business partner, but to start now that I've created some type of foundation, yeah, I could probably bring somebody in as a partner after they've shown themselves. But even though I've worked, I've also worked, you know, with nonprofits. And right. I put the time, putting the time in, and then I worked, you know, I was granted the opportunity to be a vice president. Um, and essentially with that, there was bylaws and there was things that was put in place, being on, you know, committees and having those meetings and having those talks. And I think affecting change, too. So it's like if you set a goal, if you have a talk with somebody, and this goes for friendship, you know, on future episodes, I talk about with another guest boundaries and things like that. But your friendship your partner, business partnership, your, your, with your kids, with, you know, your uh, romantic relationships, whatever it may be, 
um, creating those intended goals. Like if I have a goal for myself of whatever it might be, being able to communicate that, but not even just communicating it because communication don't be the problem. You know, the, the, to the problem is the comprehension, the way that it translates. So it's like okay. <laughs> I could be speaking English. <laughs> oh, I learned that. Like I could be speaking English, and so you have, you know, you go somewhere not against the Spanish people, but you go somewhere and they don't speak no English in there, and you trying to speak to them in English. Granted, they might understand you, they might not understand you, but they can't communicate it back to you. And so now, you know, there's a lack of comprehension between the both of us. And for me, what I've come to learn, and I'm, I didn't even mean for it to come out like that, but yeah, that is what I've come to learn. It wasn't the communication. Because even when I got to a place where I learned how to communicate, because you said that it's like, we got to learn how to communicate. So I did the work and learned how to communicate, you know, through higher education, through seminars, through books, through whatever it is, you don't have to go get a degree to learn how to communicate. But I found that in one of them leadership classes I took, it wasn't the communication. It was the level of the person's comprehension. And it's like, I could tell you what the goals are, but if you don't understand what goals are, why would you want to meet the goal for the business? Because that's not a goal. You don't share that same value. Correct. Yeah. So this even says that people um, leave partnerships because of values, career, and life goal misalignment. So misalignment is a big one. Because it's like, if I think this going to be a multi-million dollar company and you just want to treat it like a little thousand dollar company we already misaligned we ain't even in the same mental tax bracket (laughs) for me I would like to be you know finding somebody like-minded and like-minded people now I'm learning they're not hard to come across you just gotta get out of the same circle um surround yourself with a different circle and you know it'll it'll align itself it'll make sense so what's one thing you would like the listeners to take from your interview um for me I want the listeners to like I said before don't just do it to do it take knowledge of what you're trying to do stand firm on your beliefs and if you choose to embark on those journeys with a partner, know when to get out and get out. Okay. And that's that, man. And that all goes back to standing firm on your beliefs, knowing what you want, striving for it, and obtaining the success. Okay. That's what it's all about. Okay. Well, I appreciate you. Um, for allowing Black Girl Say Something to interview you. And so in my closing, I'll just let you know you can tune into Black Girl Say Something every day this month at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can tune in to tune in to Black Girl Say Something on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor FM, Spotify, and we've now added Podvine. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Black Girl Say Something. Thank you for listening. <laughs>